Hello, 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 and a warm wicka welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria. And you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. Welcome back. We've taken a little break, but we're, we're back. back now. We're we're okay. We're alive. Hello. Thank you for sticking around. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> little two week vacation. We're uh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. No. Well, um, unbeknownst to Victoria, we are on episode three, the Painted World. I thought we were on episode uh-huh. four. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. <laughs> So, so yeah, we're continuing from where you guys left off, episode <laughs> three, Painted World. Uh, Victoria, you want to lead us in the summary? All right. So, Prue gets a painting to appraise and finds out there's a man who turns out to be a warlock, is trapped inside and tries to save him, but instead gets trapped herself, eventually along with Piper as well. Piper deals with the club and the many safety violations she keeps coming across to try and get the place up and running for this. And for this, she enlists neighbor Dan's help. Phoebe tries to get a job to pay off some damages she's caused to Prue's car by running it into something and worries about not being smart enough to get it right or do anything right. And here too, therefore, this is not included in the summary, uh, she very casually casts a little smarty pants spell on herself. So, that's the show. That's what you missed on me. All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh that, that's all thank you for coming we'll see you next week no i'm just kidding all right on to episode four which i'm prepared for <laughs> no so for the big bad this episode we've got jane and we've got malcolm malcolm is stuck in the painting because he got cursed by a witch kid he has x-ray vision uh he can blink you know pretty typical warlock stuff uh and then jane is actually the one that brings the painting to Prue, um, and we don't really find out that she's a warlock until far later. Um, but yeah, she's fucking crazy, as most warlocks are. <laughs> um, but so 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 moving on to talking points for this episode. Sorry, I'm a little rusty. Oh no. Um, <laughs> we've got Prue and the painting, which is obviously the main. Um, component of this episode um, she's naturally curious so she's very um, into figuring out what this painting is about and like what's going on with this little secret writing that she found when she x-rayed the painting to verify its authenticity um, and that gets her into some deep shit because yeah. you know what they say about curiosity and the cat well, and I think it's interesting because I think this is one of the first times that one of the girls has, like, found a quote-unquote innocent, and then it really bites mm-hmm. them in the ass. Because um, normally, the girls find an innocent, and it's like, we must protect this person. Huh. And Prue tries one time 
to find an independent innocent, and she damn near gets got. <laughs> yeah, she she almost fucking died like several times in this episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it was a very uh, interesting take on the innocent and like, um, especially because the innocents are usually brought into the charmed ones' lives like almost via like a higher power. Like, so they just kind of blindly trust it. Um, so that was fun seeing that get turned around on them. And then uh, eventually Piper falling for the same trap and like getting stuck herself. And then fucking Phoebe's just like, well, fuck, I guess it's my job to save the day now. <laughs> Which is good because it's, it's a redemption for Phoebe because um, we mentioned it a little bit earlier and we'll get into it a little bit more, but... Um, one of Phoebe's big insecurities is that she's kind of uneducated and useless, um, which is the complete opposite because she's actually very brilliant and very, um, she's street smart. She's crafty. She gets things done. Um, yeah, she's smart in ways that you can't really go back and learn. Yes, exactly. And if we want to get right into that. Yeah, let's, let's go into Phoebe and uh feeling like she's not smart enough to get on in the big bad world well firstly so um one of phoebe's big kind of arcs this episode is that she does she wreck it or does she just back it into she she does some pretty heavy damage to prue's car and whereas in the earlier season we would have expected prue to like blow up on her Prue is kind of mm-hmm. more busy with the painting and her job and everything. So she just kind of is like, oh, okay. Whatever. And Phoebe... F- Gotta get to work yeah, now. And Phoebe feels really, like, responsible for it um, and feels really guilty. And so she is trying to get um, a job at a tech firm. And she walks in and everybody is like, very well educated, has experience in the field, knows how to write code. Yeah, they're like Ivy League grads, top of their class. And Phoebe feels very out of her depth, and it makes her feel very insecure. So she goes and casts a um, smart spell on herself, which is like, the last episode was about personal gain. (laughs) yeah (laughs) literally but i mean i think i think it's kind of cute because it's this episode that she she writes the spell and at the end of it she goes "Eh, and p.s there will be no personal gain like like she's she's doing it in her mind for prue like she's not seeing it as like a bad thing which i mean Obviously, just because you don't see something as a bad thing doesn't mean it's not a bad thing. But it's very, uh, it's very true and like genuine where her intentions come from for this spell. So we can't like get too mad at her. Yeah, and it's like, you know, she does do it to like get a job, and to yeah, and when she could have used it to like go on a game show or um do something else 
and make a lot more money mm-hmm. for a lot less effort. So we will give Phoebe props for that. But yeah, some still big no, no, big no, no. Um, but thankfully because of her intelligence, she's able to help the sisters along. And then once the spell wears off at 7 PM, she is still able to use her smarts to use her wit and to use her unique abilities to get the charmed ones out of danger and save the day. She picked the warlock's pocket. She did. <laughs> she did. She's a sneaky little thief and we love her. We love that for her. Yeah. Um, she does end up deciding that she's not going to use the smart spell to take the job. Like she does decide, Oh, that's not, that's not good. I'm not going to do that. Like I'll figure it out. Like I'll figure out another way to pay you back. Um, so, you know, she does, she does really redeem herself. Uh, but we do get to see like a very vulnerable side of Phoebe and this kind of really big insecurity that she has in, not having a four-year degree like her sisters. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, a lot of people in, like, the real world face. Like, we're kind of told if you don't have a four-year degree in something, quote-unquote, useful, then you're useless. Yeah. You'll never you know? get a good like, job. And I think even Victoria and I can kind of relate to that kind of pressure because we went to college, but... Uh, I always joke about going to fake college because we went for, like, a technical field. Yes. So a lot of people don't see it as, um, like, a real and genuine thing. Which is really interesting because especially during this pandemic, um, you've seen more and more people going back to their roots in the hospitality field because there's always jobs that need to be filled. Not to say that restaurants have not been hit hard right now by any Mm -hmm. means that's not what I'm saying at all but I do think it's interesting that like the same logic of you need to go back to school to get a better paying job does not hold up as well to the logic of everyone has to eat and there are people who don't know how to cook and who cannot cook and who physically can't cook for themselves yeah so for I just sure, think it's interesting. Just an interesting just, little segue, just an but uh, segue. um, but yeah, uh, we also get to see a little bit of Piper and Dan flirting in this episode, yes, which is fucking horrible. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> which is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I hate it with every fi- every fiber of my being. They really, I forgot that it takes. Piper and Dan a while to like warm up. If you've seen the show before, yeah. you know that there's like a blooming relationship there. But it it'll take us several more episodes before we get to even like the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> and then it and then like I always you know, I'm a slut for slow burn. Like <laughs> So, like, I enjoy that aspect of the relationship. It's such an oxymoron. But, like... (laughs) But, but, like, it angers me so much because I'm just like, Leo, 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 Leo. (laughs) Like, 
like my brain just zooms in and focuses on that one thing and like i just i can't stop this like burning hatred i have for dan like and he's like a great character he's a great guy but fuck dan we're trying and the more you the more you think about it like the more i think about it the more i think about how fucking fast their relationship just crashes and burns and i'm so excited to talk Uh, about i want it to be hot and sexy now and i don't want there to be consequences Um, i also just love the flippy uh, boy band hair i just like i like i like that piper gets to just have some like commitment (laughs) just a little bit of commitment (laughs) Because as someone who relates to Piper, I would like some commitment. <laughs> commitment. Commitment. <laughs> Starts crying and leaving. No, we're fine. But speak for yourself. <laughs> you have a very good point. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> anyway anyways anyways yeah so we get to see a bit of piper and dan uh (laughs) flirting around this episode um and then she she gets his help with all those safety violations and code violations and shit that she has at the club and in return she's supposed to help jenny with a project she doesn't end up doing that (laughs) because she gets sucked into Uh, a painting but Phoebe helps her, kind of. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, the project is about sex and, like, the reproductive system and all that stuff. And uh, Phoebe's got her super, super smarts going on. So she's talking about zygotes <laughs> and, like, <laughs> all this, like, scientific bullshit. That And, and uh, Jenny's just looking at her like, what the fuck? <laughs> And so she just draws out, like, a cartoon of, like, sperm heading to the eggs. Heading to the egg. And labels <laughs> and labels us. it us and them. And at the different point in the episode, Dan brings it back to her and hands it to her and is like, I would appreciate if Jenny could do her own work. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then, you know, the girls all tease each other and they're all laughing about it and uh, making fun of Phoebe and shit. It's it's a very sweet moment. And they're hanging out at the club. Uh, we get to see them in their new hangout, even though it's not quite open yet. And it's really, uh, it's just so endearing because, like, from now on, that's kind of where they go after, like, they vanquish a demon. They all go and hang out at the club together. Uh it's so sweet. It's so nice to see this show forming. Yes, and it's so great to see Piper, like, doing what she wants. Yeah, and it's like, it may not be exactly what she wants, but you can see that there's a passion, like, relit in mm-hmm. her. Um, and that's very nice to see. Well, she's becoming a boss. Yeah. In multiple different meanings of the word. Yes. <laughs> But she's doing great, and it's awesome to see her. Also, can we just talk for, like, a quick second about how cool it is? Like, we've ragged 
on some of the aspects of the show previously for um, not exactly showing the hospitality industry in the clearest and most truthful of lights. (laughs) I love that Piper had to deal with just like building code fuckery. Yes. Like, because seriously, guys, like, a piece of advice. Both of us are, are we're still quite young. We're, we're kicking. We're still spring chickens yet. But we both have had, like, un petit bit of experience in different aspects of the industry. And, like, mm-hmm. my dudes. <laughs> Please, I beg you, if you are a person who has any dream to open a restaurant one day. Please go work in a restaurant first. <laughs> please, 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 please. Work in a restaurant. Work a bunch of different stations in the restaurant. Work back of the house. Work front of the house. Talk to managers. Talk to purveyors. Talk to mm-hmm. the people who set up your food cost. Talk to the people who set up your labor cost. Talk to the people who budget. Talk to people who have to deal with investors. Talk to everybody. Because it is. A lot of it is like, oh, you didn't read subsection six that says you can't have a beam blankety blank blank blankety blank? We can legally shut your entire place down. Just be knowledgeable of what you're getting yourself into. Also, um, I believe I read a statistic that restaurants take, you should have like what, two to five years of money available because it usually takes in between that amount of time for your restaurant to fully get into the black and to start making profit. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, and be aware that it's a risky business. Mm-hmm. Like most restaurants will fail within their first year of mm-hmm. opening. Um, like it's, it, despite how much there is a need for more food all the time, uh, it's a very risky business. And if you don't know what you're doing, you could end up, like, on your ass. But Piper's doing fine. Piper's, Piper's doing, doing great. great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean... I don't know. There isn't really a lot to talk about in this episode. It's it's a I feel like this is mostly a Phoebe centric episode. Yeah, it's definitely it's a it's a Phoebe emotional episode because she is sure. dealing with these insecurities that she's had obviously for a really long time. And it's also really nice because they're insecurities that she has independent of the relationship she has with her sisters. Because I think if she had had this episode in season one, it would have been very clear that it would have been, well, this is because Prue, blankety blank, blank, blankety blank, you know? Whereas Mm -hmm. in this season, because of the growth we've seen with all of the characters, it's, this is an insecurity that Phoebe has, that Phoebe is dealing with um, independently. And so to get her to get to a point of appreciating her own skills and her own brilliance is really really special and good because you can't yeah. be good at everything and you can't be you cannot be knowledgeable at ev- about everything and and what i really like about this 
uh, aspect of season two is we're simultaneously seeing them grow closer as sisters, but also we're seeing them grow individually as people, which we didn't see a lot of in season Mm -hmm. one. Um, Like they're definitely taking the time to mold each character into exactly where they want them to be and kind of letting, letting them do that by themselves without the need of uh, like each other, like uh, there's no need for the other characters to be butting into the other's personal growth like there was in season one. Um, and I think that that's really cool. Absolutely. And they just keep growing. I think that that's the best part about season two, season three is it's just like continuous growth on the part of all the sisters. Plus it's just cool. It's cool. This is world building. And this is where we're kind of getting those first um, fence posts put in for the entirety of the rest of the series, which is really, really special for sure. Yeah, season one definitely, when you look at this season and you look at last season, season one definitely felt like a trial, and season two is definitely them setting up for a good future. Absolutely. Well, uh, do you have any other talking points that you want to cover, or are we moving on to personal gain? No, let's do personal gain. I would like to take a big, fat moment to just say... We discussed this earlier that she was technically doing it for Prue, but I would like to reiterate one giant point to Phoebe (laughs) Hallowell for doing a personal gain spell directly after the episode in which she gets burned at the stake for personal gain. (laughs) One point for Slytherin. (laughs) 50. Phoebe's totally a Slytherin, by the way. 50 points from Slytherin Hallowell. Literally. (laughs) Uh, and then we're also adding another point uh, because Piper freezes Prue's assistant uh, in Prue's office when she's trying to like grab the painting because she knows there's something fucky with it. <laughs> um, so that brings us to a total of 40 personal gains like for the show. Yes. I think it's like five or six for the season. Yes. We need to keep a separate count. 40 total. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not too bad. bad. Not, not great. Not bad. At least you know. it's not like 87. It could be worse. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Welcome to Charmed, where, you know, it could be it worse. It could be worse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, Victoria, what is your favorite line or your favorite part in this episode? Um... Well, first of all, I loved that there was another moment of, like, cool sex positivity. Um, And my favorite line was, I know about sex. I just don't want my uncle to know that I know about sex. (laughs) Dude, sis. (laughs) Oh, it's like that, that area of, like, growing up where, like, you definitely know all of these things, but you don't want your, like, elders, your, like the people responsible for you to know that you know these things. So you're just like, oh, no, there's a sex scene on TV. I'll look away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, uh, 
It's very sweet. Very sweet. Uh, I think my favorite line was uh, Piper gets sucked into the painting and she's talking to Prue about how Phoebe uh, casts the smart smell, smart spell. And she just looks at uh, Prue and goes, she's a brain trust, like a walking Einstein with cleavage. <laughs> and I thought that was, thought that was cute. That was funny. What would you give this episode out of five crispy paintings, Clark? Uh, I'd give this episode a three and a half. I Three and a half crispy paintings. I will paintings. also give it three and a half crispy paintings. I think that that's a very fair number. I think it was, yeah, it was just above middle. Yes, yes, just above. Just, just above. above. Victoria, I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> How long has it been since we've seen Leo? It's been one day. <laughs> Technically, it's been two weeks. It's, it, yeah, it's it's been too long. <laughs> but in <laughs> regardless of 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 in episode time or in in real life time, it's been too long since we've seen Leo. But in the fantasy world where every single day, dear listener, we record a new episode for you to listen to, <laughs> it is one day. Yeah, it's brutal. It sucks. But that brings us to the end of our episode. So if they want to get more of this crackhead hour, <laughs> uh, where can they find us on Twitter? You can find us on Twitter at charmed underscore podcast where can they find us on facebook clark you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed and dangerous pod if they want to find us on instagram where can they find us on instagram victoria (laughs) you can find us on instagram at charmed and dangerous pod where can they find us for questions comments snacking remarks clark Oh, yeah. Uh, you can email us. We have a Gmail. It's called uh, charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. Uh, I know that none of the words that came out of my mouth made any sense, but that's okay. We're at the end of the episode, and you know what that means. Have a great rest of your week. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting us. I don't think we say that no, enough. Thank you so much. Uh, we will hope- hopefully see you next week uh, if all goes well with school and life and mental health and all that stuff speaking of mental health if you need help uh always reach out to us uh you know i just had a rough time with my brain and it can suck and if you feel like you have nobody to reach out to that can suck even worse so i just want you guys to know that we're always here if you need anything um yeah we're open uh 24 7 just shoot us an email shoot us a, a dm Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Stay healthy. Stay happy. We love you. Blessed Blessed be. be.